Shed. Welcome to our show. Welcome to the light shed. Yeah. What is it, like a 70s sitcom? <laughs> I can't even think right now. Yo, it's the light shed with your homies, Sabrina and Bams. What's good? Chilling, man. What's good with you? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. That's a lie. <laughs> Let's start there. First and foremost. <clears throat> I walk into my friend's laboratory today, and upon his wall within the structure that houses his studio lied a wall unit that consisted of layered... <laughs> what is that? Um, it's literally... It was the top to a giant wooden crate that I think brought in a piece of machinery to one of the studios downstairs. Are you listening to this motherfucker? All right. And then I had uh, old pallets that I made. I turned into shooting tables. I wasn't using the tables, so I pulled them apart. And then I kind of collaged and put them all over different spots of the... the I used the, uh, the, the tabletop. I used the, 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 the box, that the, the crate top. I used that as a, a platform. And I just screwed all the stuff into it. It basically looks, you can imagine, like a hardwood floor with like spacing between the boards and light coming through. And he put it on, I mean, he he installed these like cycling RGB lights and you could pick whatever color you prefer. So it's an ill backdrop. So if you're not watching beer with BAM, You need to, because his next episode is going to be straight fire. <laughs> well, I, I posted, I, uh, I, I recorded the first episode today with the new backdrop and I posted it. And oh, so it's live right now. It's live on. It's live so on, it's, I take that back. Beer it, with Bams on YouTube. Go now. No, it, uh, yeah, it's on YouTube and it's on uh, Deliver Bash's Instagram, but it literally got 90 views like within the first hour, which is Fantastic. That usually takes like two days for that to happen. I mean, yo, these are major accomplishments, my friend. Uh, this is a moment for celebration. <laughs> hit, hit the applause button for once. Nah, you should have been like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how to use that. We'll figure it out one day. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's literally, and I just, I, I, I spaced out uh, things. I just drilled a bunch of pilot holes on the back of the board. And I just ran some RGB lights that I picked up from Amazon. Boom. And he told me he spent like 25 smacks on the light. That literally, which that is whole like thing, fucking nothing. That literally whole thing, just, it cost me $25. Yo, my man literally took <laughs> garbage that someone threw, well, someone else's garbage, recycled it, flipped it, fucking sanded it down, made it look old, added these lights, and now he got this sick professional looking backdrop point being is i'm selling it for 26 dollars yo nah yo <laughs> he's selling anybody interested in this particular unit he is selling it for four hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars. <laughs> if you got the bread hit my boy up <laughs> and if you can't Stat. afford that i'll take 30 see how i hooked that up though y'all just want fucking <laughs> two three percent i'm cool yeah but no yeah also and then being able with the new 
I picked up the new Godox, uh, the VL-150. The so VL-150, y'all. So I'm able to shoot at a lower ISO now. So the, the video is actually looking a lot crisper and shit like that. So, Word, Yo, and if you're a video head and you're interested in seeing what that looks like, Go to Beer with Bams on YouTube. Yeah, just search Beer with Bams on YouTube. You'll be, I'll be the first page that pops up. Yo, straight up. And Ain't nobody got, else and named got, Bams on YouTube. And he got like 8,000 videos up already, yo. Easy. I don't know about 8,000. How many you got? You got a bunch now. 64. 64, y'all. 64 Three videos. Sixty. I got 60 beer videos and I got four videos. Three videos are uh, Manny Tattooing. And then I did a, a video where I walked around Chinatown where we were shooting street photography Whoa. one night. Well, guys, what that translates to, and so Beer with Bams is, it's quite the watch. It's very short, straight to the point. Um, but if you like beer and you ran out of options or your local spot doesn't have shit and you want to get shit delivered to your house or whatever the case may be, the beauty about it is so... If you think about it, it's like a little over 120. No, that's that's not right. Yeah, about 120 minutes or so of roughly being introduced to 64. Right. Yeah, because the video is about a minute. Yeah, minute and a half at that right. most. So basically, you have this easy watch and a consistent introduction to different types of beer. So whether he says it's good or not, it's kind of irrelevant. I think the, the beauty about what he's doing is he's introducing you to beers repeatedly. So check him out. And I think that was the whole purpose behind the whole thing. I'm not trying to tell people if beer is good or not. Just like, it's just, it, this is a new beer. If you don't have it, go out and try it, you know? Yo, beer with bams on YouTube. <laughs> In other news, sorry to go this route, but I'm doing it. Donald Trump has been impeached. For the second time, y'all, just saying, look into it. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't watch the news. Moving forward. <laughs> I'm just saying it's historical. I just had to say it. My bad. Donald Whether Trump, good Donald bad Trump is a fucking moron. Uh, well, anybody. Move forward. <laughs> Move forward, <laughs> y'all. I just needed to say that because it was, it was a moment <laughs> in history. You know, it's just fucking weird as hell. I don't know how you get impeached for uh, two times and you're still sitting inside of an office, but that's I mean, beyond me. Yeah. Uh, in, other, <laughs> in other news. Um, um, in other news. What was I going to talk about right now that I thought was fucking dope? Yo. Season three. Cobra Kai. You need to watch that ASAP. Yeah, I, I don't watch that. <laughs> well, anybody out there uh, listening, season three, Cobra Kai, Netflix, sponsor us. Yo, if um, anybody out there is listening, watch Vin Wiki on YouTube. There's a tip of car stories by car people. It's funny shit. Oh, yo. Uh, in other <laughs> news, I tested out, I think it's called the SX10. SX10. Fuji just released a new line of cameras. The I first saw one, one of their ambassadors post a picture. SX10, I think. Let me just double check that. I don't want to say the wrong one. I I'm think, pretty sure. Oh, I have no internet connection. Why the fuck not? Oh, it's, it's not. Uh, uh, we had to have the the router replaced. All right. So it's a different whole thing? Uh, no big deal. It's all good. Uh, I think it's called the SX10. If you don't mind ver uh, double checking that for me. Give me one second. Yep, SX10 is the... SX10. 
That is the one. And I'm pretty sure I saw one of their ambassadors post something on, on Twitter today for it. It's pretty cool, y'all. If you're a video head and like taking photos, it's pretty friendly for that. Didn't like oh, they the announced this back in October. Yeah, I mean, I just got my hands on it today. I think that's why the guy posted it. But it's a, it's it's a whole a new series. A grand? It's a XS 10. And it's only $1,000? It was, uh, I think, $1,000, right? Yeah. Yeah. And does it come with, with, with a lens or that's just the body? Uh, that's just the body. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess it's fair. Uh, I, I would tell you if you're a street shooter, I think you're still better off with like an X-Pro or a X100. Just saying. Micro Four Surge, right? Nah, APS-C. Oh, okay. Yeah, all their cameras are APS-C or medium format. They really? Don't do, they don't do full frame. I thought they did Micro Four Thirds in Fuji. Or is that that's nah, Panasonic? No, that's Olympus and oh, Panasonic. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah uh, so but it's, it's pretty dope. Um, it has this new picture profile on there called like Bleach some shit. That's they do the they do like you could do all crazy like they have their film profiles that you can use while yeah. you're taking shots and shit. Well, yeah. so the, what I like about it is is that when you shoot in a particular way, it's nice to have, um, let's just say for example, like the black and white. Yeah, I usually fuck with the saturation um, in my camera. In 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 the X100, I basically do the simulation. And then I shoot an Acros G preferred, and I fuck with my saturation and shit like that. Oh, so you camera. can yeah, because you can see through the viewfinder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the beauty in that is, so you, if I'm shooting for that, it's nice to see it while I'm doing no, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when you see it in color, the shit can it won't translate sometimes. No. Yeah. So there's been times where I've thought something looks really interesting, and I, and because I'm shooting in black and white, and I see how it's gonna translate. I'm just like, oh, that's not so such a good shot anymore. Maybe the light or whatever, so it's not working. But word, the film simulations are dope. I, I definitely no, I, yeah. I saw a couple people who shoot. Like, I you know, sometimes when I, I put it on a monochrome profile when I go out in the street, mm-hmm. and what I do is I just put the live preview on and I look to see what it's going to look like. Yeah, that when I can shoot because the the five D the Mark three doesn't have like I the normal fucking SLR, so yeah, yeah, you don't see you see whatever the, the lens is seeing. Yeah, it's an optical viewfinder versus the electronic. Yeah, yeah. So you can't, so I can't, like, I can't shoot through the viewfinder black and white. I had to look at the live view real quick, see, you know, compose a little bit, and then I can actually start shooting. Yeah. I see what you mean. So you're setting it up through the live view. Yeah, yeah. Just to, like, I'll go up to a spot that I'm looking at, look at the spot. I'll bring up the live view real quick, and I'll just have everything set up, and I'll look. It's like, all right, this is make make for a good black and white shot. I mean, the only time I really use that is is just when I know I want to get some black and white shots, you know. But they have this new one, like I said, I think, I forget the name of it. I think it had, the word bleach is involved in, like bleach attorney or some shit like that. I, I, well, they, that, I mean, some guys used to bleach, like after they processed their film, they would bleach some of the stuff yo, to actually uh, get some crazy colors. It's dope, yo. It gives you like this really dope, like muted look. Yeah. You know, but like you think, if, you th- if you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to edit this way, it's nice to kind of see that shit, you know, yeah. happening sort of. At least you kind of know where you're going with what you're shooting. Oh, so that means you could probably make your own. Um, technically, I guess they would be. They would technically be like LUTs form, like XM, XMLs, like that LUT uh, codex. On what? On Fuji? No, you can make them and probably import them into Fuji because it's already. I had, mean, but you could do that in Canon. 
You could change your picture profile, no? No, no, no. You can change it, but I'm saying like, so you can view, like if I go into, if I go into like Photoshop mm -hmm. and I can make a LUT in Photoshop, mm -hmm. I can save it as an XML uh, file format. Uh -huh. And then maybe the possibility I could probably uh, port it into one of the Fujis so I can actually use the viewfinder and look at the LUT that I just made to shoot with. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I don't have to use their profiles. I can bring my own profile in of something I've, that I create. I've never tried well, that's it. what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. it's a possibility you could do it because that'd be pretty freaking pretty, uh, pretty dope. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you, you probably can now that you say that. Yeah. But like I said, for me, it's just... I don't know. When I shoot that camera, I, uh, the intention is usually to shoot black and white. Yeah. Which is weird because now whenever I pick up any Fuji camera at work, I have to put it in black and white to see if I like <laughs> it. <laughs> and that's what I did today, you know. I, I didn't like the viewfinder, though. It just, I don't know, something about it. It just didn't feel, uh, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it. And it also takes away, uh, it becomes very digital feeling. Hmm. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like the grip on like a Panasonic G7. Okay. Or some shit like that. But I, I just didn't. It took away the feeling of why I currently enjoy shooting like a Fuji. Yeah. Which is it kind of feels like you're shooting a little SLR, you know. It's dope. It's dope. It's definitely dope. So it's worth the money. I'm not shitting on the camera at all. I just think for like the way I shoot, it just without that feeling it just i don't know for that i shoot a sony or a canon or some shit yeah well in other news apparently uh sigma ceo announced yesterday the possibility that they're gonna be making um the art lens series for the rf and uh the nikon z mounts yeah they're gonna have to man <clears throat> i mean right now because of the adapters, it really don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? If well, you, you, you said you can't find it. They're sold out over the adapters. You can't find them. Well, yeah, anywhere. no, that is true. I mean, they're trickling in. It's not like people aren't getting them. They're just yeah. not getting them on the spot, you yeah. know? I mean, they're fulfilling orders and shit like that. I mean, I see new shooters all the time with them now, especially with the R6 and the R7, uh, R5, right? R6, yeah, they're yeah, definitely. Yeah, R6, R5, yeah. They're doing well, uh, for sure, like. Oh, dude, but if I'm paying cakes. freaking five grand for a body, drop the freaking that thing in there. Don't make it be charging me an extra 150 bucks for that shit. That's ridiculous. For what? For the adapter. So uh, you can mount, so you can mount your, you can, your, uh, well, I mean, think, think about it. Don't do, if, if you're a new shooter and you don't own any of those lenses, you'll probably never oh, then you're need fine, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's a good way of them covering themselves with this like you know it's i think it's like a hundred bucks for the basic one yeah and i mean it works perfectly so i th think when they first came out they were giving away the adapter for free mm. um as just like by the camera for the i think for the r and the rp i think mm. oh yeah um, you're right they were giving away yeah. with the r the, the r's were giving the adapter yeah. away for free now with the r5 and the r6 if you uh you could buy it as packages the body the body with the lens the body with the lens and the adapter so i think if you do it that way you save like 150 bucks or some shit like that all right that's not bad yeah <clears throat> some shit like that i'm not not exact numbers but i'm pretty sure that's the the breakdown some shit like that but yo r5 r6 i i gotta bring it i should have brought it today um i don't know why I was just so excited to leave work. <laughs> I was like, Whoa! and I didn't realize, I didn't even think about that until I went to the bathroom. I like, oh, I forgot something. But yeah, I'm going to get an R5 to uh, bring here to the show so I could have BAMs check it out. 
and I could pretty much, uh, for once, speak very highly. Well, for the for the first time in a very long time that I could speak highly of a, of a Canon camera. Uh, that I'm like, this shit is fucking dope. R5, R6 all the way. Um, Word. Oh, it's yeah. just a dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to get my hands on it. I played one at, uh, at B&H a little while ago, but I want to get my hands. Like, I really want to play with it. Yeah, man, I'll bring it here. You can check it out for sure. It's just fucking stupid dope. It makes me sad in a way because, you know, I'm, you're not getting the 5D mark anything feel you know what i mean yeah yeah it's a different feel altogether but it's a comfortable one you know what i mean like it still feels like a dope camera in your hands oh yeah because i think that's been the struggle panasonic's sh1 and all that stuff those cameras are fucking insane but as far as like picking up a camera and getting creative with it just to me it just feels weird it just doesn't feel right in my hands yeah you know z6 z7 all of them because you're used to the weight so when you remove the weight, it's kind of like it should just starts feeling weird. The lens yeah, like feels heavy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's like that. I mean, obviously, this is all new territory for a lot of these companies. So no, I'm yeah. not saying it in a negative way. It's like I can't wait. The closest thing so far to something that feels like that, I would say, in a long time, is going to be the R6 and the R7 at this moment. If, five, you, ask, if you ask me, R5 and R6. There you go. Definitely. Shout out to Canon. Send this one. <laughs> we want to talk about it. Send it to us. Yes, please and let do. Us keep it. <laughs> let me borrow one for like two weeks. Nah, I'll wanna, buy one eventually. Just let us keep it. <laughs> be nice. We'll share. We we'll just send, just send this one. We'll share it. It'll be like a baby, like fucking fifty fifty custody. <laughs> this is your week. Oh, this is my week. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, shout out to Canon. That shit is dope. Oh yeah. So I guess today's turning into a gear thing. So I'll bring up another thing that I thought was pretty damn fast, fantastic. Uh, Zhiyun Crane put out the WeBill S. Shit has a seven pound payload and literally is tiny as shit. Really? You could put a five D with a twenty four, a seventy to two hundred. I think they said it'll it'll, it'll balance that. It's on the box. And our, oh yeah, but in, in uh an F four uh seventy to two hundred or the uh, what's I mean it either one. No, but the two point eight is way heavier than the F four. No doubt, but I'm still saying a five D on a Wii bill. The the previous Wii bill I think held like three and a half pounds or some shit. Oh okay. And the, the size of it didn't change, so putting that next to let's say a crane two the three. Uh, the Ronin S, the SC even, this shit is a lot smaller, yo. It's oh, dope. Yeah. It's pretty impressive, yeah. So anybody out there trying to get their hands on a on a gimbal and need to keep it small? I mean, that's been my struggle with mines. I don't know if you've dealt with that, but no, I see. I it's like, a mission to work with. It. I like I like that big. Cause it feels like I feel like I have something in my hand. Yeah. Now, no doubt, but like, yo, when you're moving around and you gotta do things cons like shooting a music video or something, I can say straight up without feeling any kind of way about it that you'd benefit more from a lighter weight anything. Oh yeah, because you're not gonna tire out. As yeah, quick. and not no, only I, that, yeah, but like yeah. just overall, like the bigger something is, the the harder it is to kind of maneuver shit. The minute shit gets tiny, you start kind of going through spaces like this with it. You know what I mean? It just changes the way, um, you know, you get to shoot. And for me, it's always, as long, I don't care about the weight. 
I'm more about how big is this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like when when the Ronin M's and all that shit was the new shit and that people were killing these things. I went out and I bought the the Ronin S what's the other one? SX maybe? They had that no, I'm sorry, the, the Ronin M and then there was the MX, I think. Yeah. Uh I went out and bought the MX. Brought the shit home, balanced my camera. And the minute I started to to work it, I was like, ah, oh, this thing is kind of too big. Going through a doorway, for example, even that alone, I mean, this shit's like this wide. Yeah. And you're going to get through the door, but as you're going through the door, you're going to be looking at your hands to make sure you don't smack your knuckles on there. No, yeah, yeah. Or more importantly, just fuck up your shot. No, hell yeah. So the minute crane came out and all of a sudden it became the like you're holding like a pipe or something then you're like all right now we're talking here drop your elbows you're getting through smaller spaces but you know they're like this tall you know uh let's say well i don't and know and then the ones that on the bottom they're kind of bent so you can actually it has like a handle like almost like a like a pistol grip right a reverse pistol the grip. Wii yeah yeah so the Wii does give you the option so that's another cool feature it comes with one mini tripod, right? Yeah. And it has two different mountain uh, mounting uh, points. So you can mount it the same way you would mount like a like a Ronin S. Or you could mount it uh, suitcase style. So you can unscrew the, the, um, the tripod legs, which become the handle, and mount it facing upward so you can hold it suitcase mode. But, yo, in that little, in that particular setting in itself... Yo, you could do some crazy shit when no, it's yeah, that it small, yeah, yo. Yeah. Like I said, you know, this, you'd get through here. So you want to do like a swooping shot, like right here, right then and there, going just like that alone is going to look sick as shit with a wide enough lens or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Now, if you're shooting like a Ronin S or whatever, you can still do it, but the motion becomes kind of this way and the thing going out. You know what I mean? So it's going to be going like long ways. And you might have to pass it to somebody too. As, as if you come through, you pass it off to them and they keep it going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can do that with all of them, you know. No, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more of like just, for me, it's just like, I like the idea of getting through smaller spaces and having um, less, uh, what do you call it, um, si like size basically, making it more And you compact. can keep the there entire shot fluid. Yeah. It just, uh, I just think it was pretty mind-blowing. So like anybody with like a Sony... Um, R6, you know, EOS R, Z6, whatever it is, can mount that shit on. Those cameras are light, so you're putting it on these smaller stabilizers. It just, to me, is like a win-win. And if you buy two, an extra tripod, you just mount them both. And most people that I see shooting them are shooting them like that. So you got one under, and then you have one on the top. So you can so switch you real you're quick. You're like this. Yeah. So you can do these real ill shots. It's It's dope. So I, I, one one kid at work was uh in the rental department today just looking at it, and he was considering buying buying the new Ronin S. You seen those yet? Yeah, yeah, with the I, red yeah. stripes and all that shit. And he was looking at it, and uh, you know he's a coworker, so I was like, "Yo, you should look into this one too." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I really this one's carbon. I think it's carbon fiber, so it's a little bit more lightweight." And then I pointed out that Weebill and. He said the same thing. He's like, yo, this thing is fucking tiny. I was like, yeah, word. <laughs> For me, I don't use them enough because to me, it's a hassle. You yeah. know, unless I'm shooting something like a music video or, you know, whatever. But for the most part, because it's so big, um, 
the Ronin S. I mean, uh, I got the Zoom Crane. It's fucking annoying that um, it you know it's bulky. It gets in the way a lot. So unless I'm doing something that I want to look like super cinematic or whatever, I really don't want to deal with it to be honest. So I just like the idea of that. Almost like with people that have the new iPhones. Yo, people come to my job and I'm I'm like I tell them straight up like yo you want to do like a fucking bullshit videos around the house and all that I'm like buy fucking um the DJI um the phone gimbal yeah yeah yo with those new cameras bro like I've seen stuff that I'm like what the fuck and because they're so tiny and they have different uh, focal lengths yo I've seen people do like shots where they're running it over like a river or a stream or something like super close to the water shit just be looking crazy so you know a small little setup like that is just to me is just always fucking useful you know what i'm saying no hell yeah it's yeah. another good tool to have in your box that's a fact that's a fact so yo, i don't like yo i had the i had one of those those uh dj osmos when they first came out mm -hmm. the little four for the the 4k one mm -hmm. and i shot a video i have that on youtube and oh, it, I think I remember that. Yeah, and yeah, dude, that shit came out fucking tight. Like that little tiny. It was literally just a little stick, and I yeah, literally yeah. just mounted it to my freaking book bag yeah, and walk yeah. around with it. You, well, you don't have that anymore. No, I sold that. Oh, shit. Right. No, that thing. That thing was. That thing was pretty dope. I mean, I think it. It was the same camera, the Zen Muse or something, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that thing was dope. Hell yeah, yeah. for sure, ski. Yeah, it was a little tiny ass freaking uh, 4K yeah. uh, sensor on it. Was there anything else that I? Uh, Recently, there was one more thing that I wanted to bring up. Some new shit. What the fuck was it? In other news, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Fucking brain fart. Oh, yo! So I finished my uh, my uh, mixes for. This new project I'm going to be putting out uh, with a friend under an alias by the name of Wyndham Earl. Uh, we're going to be releasing a digital, I mean, I'm sorry, a limited edition run of cassette tapes that will be signed and numbered by uh, Wyndham Earl. And when is that hitting the streets? So I finished um, the mixes a couple days ago. Now uh, I have to, I'm designing the, the cover art for it. So I'm, I don't know, I, I might have mentioned to, I think I have mentioned it to you where I made this suitcase with all these little synths in it. Yeah. So I made that a while ago uh, when my boy had, my boy Jesus had his studio. And in the studio he had, um, he had beat machines and turntables and like 40,000 plus records. I'm not even exaggerating. So we would go through those records and whatever. Anyway, we chop up drums and shit. And then one day I'm like, yo, let me just bring this thing over. You can play your drums and your drum machine and I'll uh, bug out on this synthesizer shit. The cool thing is, is the synthesizers like the basis for the whole freestyle project. Cause that's what it is. It's, it's a, a series of nine cassette tapes, uh, nine hours worth of music that was recorded onto cassette tapes uh, in freestyle form. So there was never a plan. Uh, we never really knew what we were doing at any point in time. Word. 
So there's times within all those tapes where there's just a lot of noise. Since it's just synths and drums with no actual tempo, there's no loops. So things fall in and out of beat and things like that. And uh, pretty cool thing is, is that me and him did it as a fuck around thing. And then every once in a while, we would hang out with our friends at the spot. And he'd be like, yo, play one of the tapes for him. And we'd play the tapes. And we'd expect most of the time, I know I sure certainly expected people to be like, yo, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> but it was always like, yo, this is dope. Like, yo, you guys made this? And I'd be like, really? Like, what the fuck? Anyway, point being is I took the first like two to three tapes. I imported them digitally and I chopped them out. I picked out the best parts of them and I made an hour long tape. Um... I mean, a digital recording. And then I put that out under Sound Soil Recordings on Bandcamp, which is what I put out my my music pro, uh, projects on. Yeah. Under. It's almost like my little independent label. So the guys from Arawax Records heard it, and they're turning themselves into an actual record label. So through listening to, I think, one of the Android space tapes, they came upon that and they listened to it, found out that it was me and Jesus and was like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is the shit I was telling you about. So he's like, yeah, we want to put it out. Like, oh, I would fuck it. Let's give me the shit. Like, I'm like, for real? Like, yeah, hell yeah. So at that point, we, we were like, yo, it's only fair if you're going to put it out and pay for the shit to be fucking, you know, packaged and sealed and all that bullshit. Um, that is only right that we do it right. So me and Jesus recently for a few days went through all the music, picked out the best parts. We kind of mixed things down a little bit better and shit just to kind of make it more official and picked out. Oh yeah. So we picked out an hour's worth of music out of nine hours worth of freestyles. And it came out pretty, it's pretty interesting. Listen, I warn you now. You have to have a open mind listening to it because <laughs> it is fucking a little wild at some point. But nonetheless, it was something that we did. And I just thought it was cool that without really forcing or trying to get people to take interest, people naturally took interest. Yeah. So now it's going to be a thing. So tomorrow I'm shooting the cover, which is basically based in that box. So the co what I'm going to go for tomorrow is to take the box into like a woodsy area. Um, I want to kind of just set it up maybe on a stool or something. It has lights in it. So it kind of has like those lights in it. So it lights up and then I'm going to just try to put it out in the woods. Maybe like, I don't know. Wait, sundown wait, how are you going to power the lights? Uh, they're well, the ones that I have in there now, when I first got them, they were regular Christmas lights, but they got too hot. The ones that I have are on a little battery pack. Oh, nice. So it's four double A's and you just click it on and just oh, turns okay. on. Oh, yeah. But they're fucking bright. They're like probably brighter than those, to be honest. Um, and they go on the inside of them. It kind of, kind of backlights like that on it. So when you open it up, the cool shit is, is in that box, there's like two mini synthesizers, a vocal processor. <laughs> there's two cassette decks. Um, one of them has uh, AM, FM radio. So I tend to... Like, put it on AM radio and, like, skim through the channels and shit while the beats are going. Add, like, fucking echo and reverb to that shit. And it just becomes, like, this crazy, noisy, fucking hot mess. But it has its moments that are dope. So, oh, hell yeah. Uh, my boy was like, yo, we should just 
you know, backstory is Wyndham Earl is a character in Twin Peaks and he has a suitcase that kind of is like a time machine and being that I had a suitcase, we kind of bugged down. He's like, yo, it's the Wyndham Earl fucking suitcase. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, Wyndham Earl's a dope name. And they're like, yo, fuck it. Let's just go with Wyndham Earl. <laughs> but uh, shit's dope. So um, tomorrow I do the shoot. Um, probably same night, do the, the cover art for it. And then I'm done. I submit that. And then I have to upload the next i think three or four episodes of the light shed which by the way the light shed is now available on spotify and all your digital platforms wait so who 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 did you put what one did you use to put it out on i went with red circle so red circles put it out on everything yeah all right cool um there's a couple there's i think there's two of them that i have to uh I forget their name. I wasn't sure where it was. I just tell, I just keep telling everybody it was on Spotify. Yeah. I mean, Spotify is probably the, the one that people are going to listen yeah. to probably the most anyway. Um, so I'm just glad we're on there already. Uh, if you listen to the first three episodes, we got a really cool um, street photography episode. Um, and we also have a really cool interview with uh, the homie Manny of Eightfold Studios. That's the second episode. Uh, episode two, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, um, so there's something to listen to as of right now. Pretty good uh, conversations and and just uh, inspiration and a bunch of other cool shit. A bunch of nonsense and, uh, uh, sprinkled in there as well. Things have been coming along though. Um, we have uh, we hit a little bump in the road about a week ago or so um, due to working situations. You know, people got to eat out this piece. And then there was babies and stuff to a teething and what have you. And then there's uh, teething babies <laughs> and me not sleeping also. Yeah, that was two weeks in a row. That two we weeks didn't. in a row, yeah. Guys, it was two weeks in a row that we uh, we <laughs> broke our uh, flow. Um, but we're back and there's shit to listen to. So being that you're probably not going to hear this, I'd have to figure out another way of getting you to go listen <laughs> to the episodes <laughs> if I want you to hear them now. Well, I've been pushing them. I push. I I, I, I saw that. Word up! Shout pu- out to Bands Money. I push them on the thing. I haven't pushed them on Twitter yet, so I'm gonna start doing that. But I've been pushing them on on Instagram because it's good to put them on Instagram stories. People For sure. can, they can literally just click on the Word. link and go to it. Word up! I told all the, oh, everybody who like all the dudes I work with. They've been waiting here. Even Matt said he's been waiting. He so I, I let him know. Oh, I got I got a little disto note. Disto said Word. he wants to hear it. No doubt. So I gotta I, uh, send him a text. I'll just shoot him the, the link to the thing. Word up. And again, you know, as I say, I've said in the past, this can only get better. I can guarantee you that much. That's what I'm hoping. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, and if you, you have anything to say, feel free to reach out to us. We're very cool dudes. Got any pointers? Want to hear anything in particular? Want to build with us? Want to drink beer with Bams? Whatever it is you want to do, um, feel free to hit us up. We're friendly, uh, respectful gentlemen. Oh, he is. <laughs> uh yeah um so and that and at this point i'm just gonna go ahead and uh do a time check what where are we at we're at 35 35 minutes guys um that's pretty much um as far as we got today yeah um it's been a another um amazing time here with my homie bands money um don't want to drag this out shout out to all our sponsors or a shout out to all those that are going to sponsor us. That's right, because you will sponsor us. It's in the ether. Yeah. Um, as many listeners as may might be listening, you know, 
from whether it be one also, zero, I'm, two. I'm also looking for new sponsors for beer bam so cannon get at me go docs all you guys yeah i mean anything that you see that he may need feel free to send it over yeah if anybody got an opinion on my videos let me know i like yeah. to you know i need some help if Make you sure feel he fancy. needs a squirrel monkey just kind of chilling back there and just give him a squirrel monkey you, you know, know what that's not a bad idea i think i'll get a squirrel monkey tomorrow Squirrel monkeys rule. I love squirrel monkeys. <laughs> Shout out to all squirrel monkeys in the world. You guys are the fucking illest. Aside from squirrels. Squirrels are badass too. They're like fucking Yeah, there's food. one living in the back room. Oh, word? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, Snidap. Yeah, Shout out to Squirrelie. No, man. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, him and his old lady were fighting yesterday. Oh, they got into a fight. Yeah, man. Well, in that case, man, I hope you guys work it out. Um, <laughs> this is The Light Shed with your boys, Syringe and Bams. And we fucking out, y'all. Peace. <laughs>